Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 36 of the Coffee Club podcast. We're here. It's nighttime. I was trying to think, is this our first nighttime podcast? No, we've done it. We've done one before. We did an evening one. We've done afternoon evening nice. ones before, but I don't know if we've ever done an actual post-dinner one. Have we? I don't know about post-dinner. Yeah. We, really, we need some like decaf or something. Uh, <laughs> I'm very anti that. Yeah. No, no, no coffee. Don't the Europeans part. have an espresso usually after dinner? Dude, they're crazy. They do, yeah. I don't know how they do that. They'll just drink coffee. Just like built one. different. Yeah. Isn't it weird that you think that you like coffee a lot and then you look at the stats for the countries that drink coffee the most and you look at Sweden and they average like 10 coffees a day. Sweden? Yeah. Oh, it's all the countries that have like really bad winters. Hmm. Like Norway, all, the, all those ones, Finland, all the ones that have, yeah, just complete darkness. I think they just drink a shit ton of coffee. And it's the numbers are ridiculous how much they drink. So that like explains like uh, battery voltas. Is that you need for Valtteri Bottas? Battery voltas. Yeah. Can I just say talking about Valtteri that's Bottas? Not, that's not a that's not a coffee club original. That, that's, 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 that's a Twitter original. Is yeah. it? All right. Well, Maybe. I don't know if our audience knows who Valtteri Bottas is, but he's a, he's an F one driver who I love, and everyone else loves him now as well. So I'm he also pretty, comes I'm, to Colorado I'm a fan a lot. Now. Because he, he, he comes to Colorado all the time. Drinks coffee, does just mountain bike races. stuff, yeah. Obsessed with coffee. Fucking awesome. Has his own alcohol company. I don't, want, I don't know what it is. I think it's some type of liquor. But anyway, yeah, so we're doing it at nighttime because we'll update on our lives. Shit's pretty crazy right now in terms of the schedule. We're moving next week. So this will be the last episode in this house. The last time you're going to see this studio set up, which is kind of crazy. Devastating. And... For the boys here, for me, I've been here chilling, so it's not that bad. But these guys raced in Birmingham last weekend, got back Sunday. Then they go to Prefontaine Classic on Thursday. They get back Sunday, and then we move Monday. So it's just like an absolute shit show in terms of scheduling. Because obviously, when you get back from a trip, there's a lot of stuff you want to do. You want to get treatment. You got to do workouts and all that. So it's already hectic, and then we're moving on top of it. So times are kind of crazy right now. That's why we're doing it at nighttime, getting it getting it done still for everyone. So it is nice to be here. I think it'll be I feel very relaxed right now. I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good actually. I had, had a little workout. I didn't even ask what you I did ask how it was, but I don't think you heard me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just being pretty casual, just ten by one K. First time I've ever done that. So felt good, man. I don't know. I'm in this weird spot where I'm feeling good again. Haven't felt good in a while. Like I'm surprising myself how good I'm feeling especially because i'm doing it solo you know i had 10 by 1k today and i had i think 20 by 400 like a week or two ago and these are workouts where the thought of doing them on my own because i am doing them solo because i'm on a different schedule i the thought of doing them solo is really intimidating but i don't know am i am able to get out there and get them done and yeah they've been really good things are trending in the right direction so you know it should be racing next month so yeah it's crazy to think about it's coming up real quick so <laughs> that's pretty cool that's what's going on for me. A uh, little merch update for everyone. Uh, unfortunately, I f- dude, I've just realized anytime you want to get anything done, like in life, it just takes fucking forever. You gotta do it yourself. <laughs> yeah, it just takes forever, man. Cause, Maybe we should just buy a printer. Yeah, just do it all ourselves. Because I thought it was going to be a week or two week turnaround from when we gave them the clothes to get the like printed shirts and everything back. And they said five weeks when I emailed them yesterday. So still going to be a few more weeks 
before we get them and then we'll do the pre-order and all that so that's where we're at for that but boring stuff out of the way i think our first order of business today is going to be talking about obviously a little recap of birmingham diamond league Dude, stop butchered, number two that. was that bad yeah it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even think about that one i was just so yeah all of us i think got inundated with people telling us how bad our pronunciation well did any of people tell you guys that you guys did it well because people told me that i did it really bad uh, criticism i don't, um, <laughs> I I don't know if, do you check your dms ollie i feel like you got a lot of unread dms <laughs> so maybe maybe they're tucked away in there ollie gets too many dms i, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't track I don't really look at my DMs much, um, but I just saw a bunch on Coffee Club. I think Jordan, who's our on guy, who's British, he's from Liverpool. He helps us pronounce Birmingham properly. So what's the connect pronunciation? Birmingham. <laughs> I think that was. Good. I think I think just the H. Birmingham. Turned, Birmingham. Birmingham. Am I doing it right? That was good. That was Birmingham? good. I think. Birmingham. I think we're just used I think to you saying Birmingham, Birmingham because yeah, okay. of being in the states and Birmingham, Birmingham in the is states. Alabama. Birmingham. 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 No, I, I can't even, more, the more you say it, the worse it gets. I can't even think of like a British accent to try to do it. So whatever, um, the boys were there. How was it? Was it, was Birmingham? Well, that? Morgan, I'll tell you. Tell me. Um, we went with Sage and it was pretty easy, casual trip. I think, I mean, Sage is pretty easy to travel with. So it was a lot of fun. We're not apparently. We're not apparently. According <laughs> to Alicia Monson, we are difficult to travel with, which oh, is surprising considering Dude. somebody that leaves her phone at every coffee shop we ever go to and we have to go back to get it. So she's going to get roasted for that. We're taking it very personally. Very personally. I took it personally. Um, but Damn. we took about 100 pounds of altitude equipment <laughs> to... Um, I'd already put the, I tried to forget that. To Kingston. We stayed in Kingston for three days. So Riz didn't read... You probably realized, oh, this is a really cheap Airbnb. You beauty, let's uh, lock this in. <laughs> we got three of the most low-maintenance people on the team. It's going to be easy. No Wi-Fi, no AC. And then we plugged in the uh, altitude machines and they just cocked it. So for <laughs> the Americans at home, cocked it means they just died. Um, they cocked it immediately. Immediately. George <laughs> tried to set tell? it off. Did it, did it make a sound or just well, it just went like, off? One of them turned on. Yeah, one of them didn't. One of them didn't. Then we FaceTime Ritz. And then during the FaceTime with Ritz, second one cocked oh, it. Just cocked it. And it was funny because for me personally, I didn't, We, I mean. You guys didn't really want to bring Me, them. George, and Sage <laughs> didn't, really want bring didn't want to bring <laughs> Sage was running an 800 and we were running a 1500. We didn't feel like we needed to bring them. And I think it was more stress to bring those tents all the way to London than it would be just to like not bring them and Have suffer good sleep. not having altitude. And yeah, having good sleep. Yeah. Which... You know, we're trying to get used to the time zone anyway. And we broke them. And Ritz was pretty... Problem solved, though. Pretty Problem awesome. solved. <laughs> Problem was solved. Yeah. The only other issue we had was we didn't have Wi-Fi. So we were kind of off the grid. Well, George was off the grid. I was fully off the grid for like two days till yeah. I found a SIM card. I think George's eyes were allowed to fall out of his sockets because he was just what? reading all the time. Oh, Too much like, reading. I, read, I went through an entire Kindle battery in like six days. That's and so impressive. My Kindle, like a hundred percent charge. That thing normally lasts like a couple of months. I Kindles swear. last forever. I went through an entire battery in six days. We had a great trip. It was with like Sage. a book and a half. It was great. Really fun. Um, she she was really fun, easy to travel with. Went to a couple of coffee shops, and then um, we also caught up with Chiggy, who's a New Zealand boy who ran the ten k. New Zealand man. Sorry. Yeah. Now now the eighth fastest New Zealander over ten k. 
What so time, what time do you run? Twenty seven fifty. Twenty seven fifty. Yeah, but we got caught up caught up with him for a run, and uh, he's a fan of the pod. Can I just say that's actually really impressive that twenty seven fifty is the eighth fastest. That's a lot of fast New Zealanders in the ten k. I feel like I don't know if that would be quicker than the Australian list, but it would definitely be at least on par. Be pretty close, yeah. It's very impressive. Good job, New Zealand. Yeah. I think the, the record needs an update. I feel like though. What is that? I think it's still see like twenty seven thirty flat, or it's like twenty seven twenty eight or something. Is that that Villanova guy? No, it's one of the <laughs> one of the Robertsons. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I don't yes. even know which one. I forgot about those guys. <laughs> um, he, yeah, they did that at the Com Games maybe or something. Probably, yeah. They one did, of them won. Yeah. I think it was Zane. I think he meddled. It was really impressive. Yeah. Shout out to him. Right. Uh, he, I think that was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Because it was hard enough to sleep at night because of how hot it was already. Like, it was not We were cool. also sleeping in like Goldilocks beds where my feet were hanging out there. Me and Ollie were on tiny beds. So small, bro. Classic. Shocking. I don't get what is up with your uh, disdain of top sheets. Yeah, they don't like them. I'm a big top sheet guy. What, do you, mean, like what do you mean by that? No, just have in a Europe duna has usually. top sheets. We in Leuven, yeah. no top sheets. There's in, no sheets in Munich. Just the bed in Munich. Top, just the no blankets. Sheet. Ah, it's just bottom sheet and then duvet. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, the d- duna if... and then there's no like sheet in between. Maybe they're way. just going cheap on you. Maybe that's it because you're staying in like Airbnbs and other stuff. I mean, the bed was pretty cheap that we were sleeping on, <laughs> but like it was pretty good location. I mean, we went to a, like a pretty cool coffee place. Um, Did you go to down Tom- on the Thames, we got some good beeries, some Helena beeries, and uh, had some shakuri board and fish and chips, fosh and chops, shakuchi, shakuchi, shakuchi board. But no, it was good. And then uh, we went and saw. We actually got to see some of Jordy's uh, mates, Phoebe, who's a lawyer. Ollie went full fanboy mode. No, I res- I, re- I restrained. I was, restrained I could, myself. He was too nervous to ask uh, real fanboy questions. Yeah, so but we, we got to meet Bank. <laughs> Yeah. If anybody doesn't know Bank, just look him up. He's a musician. He's kind of, he didn't even I got a crush on him right now. Kind he didn't even deal. know about the pod. No, he wants to be on it. But he wants he to actually, be on it. Yeah. Let's go. But he didn't know about it until it, yeah. Yeah. The best he was super excited about it. Yeah. He was like, okay, he was good. laughing about the attribution he's got. But he is coming to a concert in Denver and he's got some uh, tickies for the boys. So we'll go, go and see him. Tickies let's for the boys. Gus has got a VIP pass. He's going to be wearing a glow stick necklace that he'll be going through and... Sing a lot to everyone. Aren't you, Gus? Maybe we'll get him to bring the RV up to the house. <laughs> That'd be pretty... That'd be pretty dope. Yeah. But it's no... Just be as groupies. It was yeah. a pretty cool... Pretty sweet... Like, I think the first three days in Kingston, we had a lot of fun. Pretty relaxing. And then we could go into, like, the business trip side when we got into Birmingham. London would actually be a pretty damn good place to train. Yeah. Those well, Park those, is good. I mean, that's... Those parks... Yeah. Are underrated that's I mean, why they, teddington what it is i mean like that's yeah. why people have trained there for people have been based there for yeah. a long time no it's, just, trains, it's just so expensive compared to leuven which is the other main spot for anyone that doesn't know but teddington is very historic a lot of the kenyans because that's actually in teddington is where i forget the name of it but the agency is literally based in Teddington. That is the agent for Usain Bolt, Mo Farah, Matt Centrowitz. Like the biggest agency in the world is based in te- this random town, Teddington, uh, hmm. on the outskirts of London. Well, I don't know if it's the outskirts, but it's kind of outside London. It's pretty far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty far. It so, took us a while to get into like central London. But like Rob, is it Bob Kennedy? Mm-hmm. He used to train, he used to be based yeah. in Teddington because he would train with all the Kenyans and stuff there. So it has been, and then obviously Melbourne Track Club and there's, the university there. What's the name of the university? St. Mary's. St. Mary's, which is 
one of the tracks can resurface top spots for British athletes to go for university. So it definitely is a really good spot to be a runner. Those parks are just incredible. Oh my god, London knows how to do a park, man. Don't the deers, the deers in the park, always surprise you how how pretty they are and how many they are and how chill they are. How so are. chill. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy that they are just completely like fenced in. Yeah, and they just spend their whole lives. Yeah, in that park. <laughs> That's crazy to think about. Yeah, but it's no, cool. Like they it seem is. like they're having a good time. It's pretty dope. I think they are. You got to thank they the. Got enough uh, space. What is it? The patriarchy for that? Because I think... Gotta thank the patriarchy. No, well, literally, those well, parks we, are we hunting were, grounds. We were reading... That's we why read they the board. Yeah, we did. It yeah. was like Henry VIII's <laughs> yeah. hunting grounds. And then they're just... They're, those deer are just like the descendants. Yeah. So these ones Henry VIII would go and shoot. So, thank you, Henry. Cheers, Henry. Cheers, Henry. So, yeah. So, then you guys went that to Birmingham. Went yeah. to Birmingham. Um, pretty easy trip in. Nice hotel. And then it was just business. Piggy, Piggy Blinders really just tells you all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> i tell you what. Birmingham... <laughs> Birmingham, sorry, wild place to go out. Really? Oh, man. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Just the men and the ladies. They're just going They, don't, they don't hold back. Rowdy. They're going hard. It I kid was... you not, I'm pretty sure I saw about 50 to 60 women wearing bras as tops. Like, they dressed... They dress because they're ready to dance. They're ready to <laughs> dress to impress. Ready to get after it, you know? Yeah, Have a good time. It was not late. It was like 7.30, and there were people very close to falling in the canal we were sitting oh, on the canal man. having dinner and i was just oh, i was so ready to watch someone fall they, kept, they kept hitting the knob thing yeah. on the, the metal the canals just the restaurants go right up to the canal and then there's maybe a, there's like a meter of mm. bricks before and then there's nothing there's just no ledge there's yeah. nothing and there's that's like you have to walk along there to get to the bars and there's just a million drunk people walking along these so canals many, girls so with high heels like, and there's a bunch of those things you tie your boat to like little mooring, yeah, like little knobs. In five people tripped over them and <laughs> almost ended up in the canal. It was crazy. That's hilarious. I wonder if Birmingham is a spot for people to go for like the weekend to get like, a lot of stag dudes. Yeah, exactly. That's of, what I was of, getting at. A lot of it's like a, parties. That's like where I saw that. Nashville or like Austin. That's type. actually that's where a good comparison would be Nashville. That's why they're getting so because apparently after it. Jordan was telling yeah. me um, there was like really good local like famous bars from like shows and stuff that like reality shows where people would go. So that would yeah that would make sense in Birmingham. But yeah. let's get on to the race. Um, so I mean, it was the stadium was sick because that's gonna be the Com Game Stadium. We got to check it out. It was pretty sweet. It's gonna um, be good. They're building some massive temporary stands. One of them was like still kind of getting put together, and they used the other side. They're, like if and apparently they're sold out. There's gonna be a lot of people there. Like forty thousand, I think, is the is the capacity. It's like double that's the sweet. capacity of Worlds, which is kind of crazy to think. Worlds is only like twenty thousand. No, it's, less. Uh, it's eighteen. Eighteen. Apparently. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> The whole stadium, plus plus temporary. The the way they're hitting the quota is they're gonna have eighteen. Like they're splitting up all the sessions so they can have thirty thousand a day because they promised thirty thousand. Oh my god! But it's like morning and evening. But it's morning and evening. That's annoying. Really? That's so silly. What the hell, Eugene? Haywood magic. (laughs) Get your shit together, Eugene. Haywood magic guy. The weird weird thing is, is they make like Haywood Field makes 18,000 or whatever the capacity is look really big like mm-hmm. if that makes sense it looks like way more but then other That's stadiums yeah, <laughs> other stadiums make 40,000 look pretty mm-hmm. casual mm. it's weird but yeah so stadium was sick stadium was dope um, yeah and then I mean 
it was pretty it was pretty sweet setup what they had there we got into the race and it was pretty funny because uh, you know you have 16 7 in the line we did get some coffee club yell outs we got some geordie yell outs it was Hell good, yeah. good there's new zealand flag in the crowd there was new zealand flag in the crowd <laughs> that sweet. that's epic um anyway gun goes off somebody hits the ground and they don't call it back which is the rule is if people don't know is that from 100 meters if there is a fall you have to call the race back and I'm questioning a, if that's a rule. That was a big fall. No, it is. It is Just based on how many times I've seen it not happen. How many times? You've, <laughs> because, I've seen it because so many times. Because nobody's called it up. And if you do call it up, you can protest it and just get advanced to the next round if it's a championship Remember race. Remember Mohamed and yeah. Eric That was in Pro the first thinking. like 15 Yeah, they didn't years. call it back. They were supposed to call it back. They never call it back. Yeah. Because I feel like I've seen it in cross-country races before maybe, but that is just weird. So anyway, he went down. That, that was Piers Copeland, who we Piers did Copeland. mention. We mentioned him on the podcast yeah. last week as like someone who potentially excited a good to race. see how he's going to do. Yeah, fifty meters he got in. Yeah, that's how much how much of a diamond league race he got. Fifty meters, <sighs> blue straight out the side of his spike. Yeah, it was pretty a crazy impressive. Photo. Pretty impressive, and he also left in a sling. So hopefully he's okay. So he went Rough down weekend. real hard, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn. Um, but from my and then two laps to go right after yeah that. so we go straight to the to the start it's the diamond league race guys diamond league you know one of our highest leagues to get in to race in the they, highest league the highest league <laughs> if you would say it and they didn't get the lap counter right for 1500 and they rang the bell a lap early so i yelled out to everyone i know everyone knew but i yelled out just to be sure we have two laps because is he really yeah that's that hilarious. is pretty comical that that's possible in a diamond league they rang the bell lap that early it's like it cracked me up I, I, yeah. I we all laughed at the end but i was like this is like kind of annoying it's such an obvious mistake in a oh. in a 1500 at like, least it is an obvious mistake in a yeah 1500. like in, in a 10k, 10K you yeah. would like start doubting yourself you like, you'd no idea how many laps you had yeah that's hilarious that that happened yeah but, someone's um, getting fired for that i mean oh, yeah. they probably volunteers but <laughs> sure, i'm sure i'm sure the more yogurt company will uh assassinate whoever yeah. jeopardized that but uh for me personally just to chat about my race um i got out well i got into position behind kip saying which was my plan and then my plan was to put myself in a position to win it and i did and i just didn't have the last 100 meters but you know it's a good good start to the season and a third place is always good in a diamond league so i'm pretty happy with it and that's that's all i have to say i just laughed about the lap counter and yeah then, um yeah, yeah that's that place it. is freaking good. It was awesome. I mean, it was very cool, especially because on, I don't know if you guys saw anyone post about this, but on the last lap, they had the camera right next to you. Was there was there a vehicle you, on wait, the track? It was like a motorbike. Like it a was a motorbike? In like lane it was like four. a four, four-wheeler. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty funny. I've so, never seen that before. It was just driving around. <laughs> so, because that's what it looked like. Cause, it made the stream look Oh, cool. it was so epic to see. And that was on the backstretch. I think it was the whole last lap that they did on that pretty much until the end and on the backstretch you could see ollie come up pretty yeah. much pretty much like right alongside kip saying and right there with everyone so man you definitely put yourself in the right spot and went for it which was pretty sweet yeah just haven't haven't hit speed work yet so. <laughs> <laughs> i knew you wanted to say that <laughs> i haven't hit speed work yet oh, it's a good rust bust it's a good, rust, it's a good rust buster for me and i haven't hit speed work yet hashtag no time trial um <laughs> but yeah no i was it, i was really happy with it it's just when you're there and you want to you want to go and <clears throat> You couldn't go yeah you want to win you don't it's yeah. a bit disappointing but it was, it was a great race and i'm really happy with third and um yeah and i shout out also to sage was fourth in her 800 which was sweet 
Sorry, that was my alarm. No, you, take my medication. <laughs> take your meds. Yeah. Um, Sage got fourth in her 800, which is really awesome. Well, why are we talking about Sage? George hasn't even talked about his well, race Well, I was going to mention that, and then George can go into his thing. Okay. So, yeah, Sage got fourth. <laughs> Shout out to Sage. Pretty awesome race. Epic. Excited for her to run more 800s in the future. And this week, in fact. Yeah, this week in pre. Yeah. I was in Oz, race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How was it for you? Because you obviously went to the back. And then you kind of worked through the field, but it was a big field. And it was, yeah. a, it was a weird race as well, because if you were at the front, obviously you can respond to stuff pretty well. But I think it from me watching it and seeing how you raced it, <clears throat> it would seem difficult because it was very unpredictable because there was some pretty big slowdowns, I would say, at kind of unexpected times because Stewie was at the front behind the pacemaker. And if you've watched Stewie race before, you expect when the pacemaker drops off for Stewie to keep the pace going, but obviously he's dealing with some stuff right now and that didn't happen. So then there was a big slowdown at some point and everyone had to go around. So you had a lot of stuff to navigate because, I mean, if you're if you're at the back of a race with that many people and it's that slow, not that it's like it was crazy slow, but it was slow enough that everyone's going to be there, mm. you know? So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, went to the back is like one way of putting it. <laughs> More just, I'm like, I'm physically incapable. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, that's Gus trying to get up. Gus wants to rejoin the boys. Come on. It didn't. I mean, I'm already the worst person at getting offline the first hundred meters, and then put that to fact, I was on the very inside with seventeen you people. You were on the outside, which was kind of a bummer. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know that. I think they had much of an effect, but if you want to get to the front and you're on the inside, you that well, I guess you either have to be like last or first if you're on the inside. It's you true. You can't make any moves halfway down the straight. Yeah. And just like go around people. Not, not, that, not that level of... Like, Unless you no. pull a Stewie McSwain. Have you seen how Stewie does it? Well, true. He, yeah. kick, he kicks from 100 to 200. Yeah, to like he 200 like jogs the first 100 yeah. and then just books it. The, yeah, I should have tried that. <laughs> should have tried yeah. the Stewie. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> Next time. Next time. Next time I'll try that. Me and George made Mercateer laugh. I made him laugh initially um, by doing a massive burp and we're about to go out to the, uh, to the thing. I just let it, let it go a burp. He just turned around and giggled. And then when we were doing a cool down, um, pretty much uh, Jordy just did the exact same thing and he turned around and laughed again. So he's a, he's a bit a fan of the, uh, the burping. So we're going to keep bringing he's that just, up and be yeah. friends with Mark. He's a funny yeah. guy. But yeah. I mean, I, I was happy with my last 600 probably. Mm -hmm. But at that point it was... I mean, you're just too far back. Too. Yeah. Everyone's going to be closing so quick. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, maybe I closed in a similar, like at a similar rate to the people at the front. But if you're already 20 meters back, you're probably going to finish 20 meters back. It's um, true. That's yeah. reality. I mean, getting to the front of those races is pretty essential and it's also pretty difficult. Yeah. Um, those guys don't mess around at the front. I mean, you've seen how Ollie does it. He, he goes out so hard. He's, his first 100 meters is insane. <laughs> so, and so does everyone else, to be fair. They, they really all do. Like, they, they all get out so hard in the 1500 now because, yeah, you just, especially that many people, you have to. So, I mean, it was a good yeah, effort. His first 100 was the same? Yeah. I'm definitely just like... <laughs> um, I definitely just can't get comfortable like the first lap of that kind of race. It feels like I haven't moved for like half an hour because the core room is half an hour before the race. So I feel like I just sit down for like 30 minutes before trying to sprint off the line. And then I spend 
like I just felt like I'd been standing still until yeah. like seven and well like just after 800 I mm. felt like I was like running again damn but by that point it's like way too late oh you should have given him some some massage or something keep him warm I was, massaging, I was massaging him a lot don't you worry <laughs> um, that's good no I think I think as well like it's just getting used to that type of racing yeah and like George that's George's first debut Diamond League 1500 with a field that's pretty like pretty seasoned that's um, right I don't, I, get, like that. I, didn't, I don't need to get used to that kind of racing because it seems like this is my last 1500 for a while Full time five k, huh? Full time five k. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It seemed like it was like running some fifth hundreds and then like maybe one five k, and then all of a sudden it switched. I was just five k, one fifteen hundred, just really sneaked up on me. Just got sneaky. You know what we call that? We call that the Ritz effect. Yeah, the Ritz. Next effect. thing you know, oh. you'll be racing the marathon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's it was inevitable. <clears throat> I always felt like that was where it was going to go eventually yeah um well what about but i still it, want to be able to run like a good 1500 there's another event though that no. Rich has been teasing <laughs> not for a long Shut time that was like a year ago <laughs> he, he was teasing it i mean you're practicing for it in some some form we'll go and say it steeplechase um <laughs> rich thinks you're going to be like like the next, <clears throat> next i don't think he thinks that steeple. anymore though well, well probably because he thinks like he's actually good at like without the hurdles so pretty damn good without the yeah hurdles. so he doesn't need the hurdles yeah but um i don't think george, i would, I would I don't love to see george, george to a steeple though i, I think would george would be it. really good but i don't think but george wants to run a steeple no. so do you want to run a steeple not this year i don't okay no. wouldn't mind like trying just test t- tasting it out testing yeah. the waters gotta do the classic sean mcgordy after the season do a 2k steeple time trial that's what he did like the year, but I the think year it, before he actually ran i it? think that's what he did and i think it went pretty well i think he ran pretty quick for it so he yeah. seems like he's bailed on that for now. He has actually. I mean, he's he's running so quick. Also got surgery. Yeah. So maybe that was why. Yeah. I could have done it. Once you get, <laughs> once you get the ten k standard in your first ten k. Mm-hmm. For the for the bow movement trial club, you know anything's possible. So true. So true. Um, what else about the race? Yeah. What else happened? Um. Well. Hmm. Do we want Not, to talk about Josh Kerr? Oh yeah, two two nil baby. Let's go! I'm two nil up. <laughs> That's the first thing that happened when I left um, to like talk to the fan. Like this British guy goes, "You're two nil two nil up on Josh Kerr. How's it feel?" And I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, Josh was in the race." Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I got to chat with Josh afterwards. He was pretty chill. You know, it doesn't like losing. Like everybody in that race doesn't like yeah. losing. So, um, but uh, yeah, no, he's got that sweet deal with. M- Muller. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're gonna talk about this because I, I, I doubt I doubt many people well, no. listening knew about because I had no idea about yeah. this. So yeah, what happened so, with him and Muller, which is a yogurt company for? So there was a a tweet know. out because they do obviously interviews and stuff, and he was headlining the meet, um, being an Olympic bronze medalist, and from the UK. So he was headlining it, and they do interviews and questions and stuff. And he he says this quote, which I really liked, <laughs> and I think it was pretty pretty cool and funny as well. He says, I'm not here to be on a yoga cup. I'm here to race. I'm here to win races and compete. And the whole thing with the yoga cup is that Muller is like a massive, massive sponsor for British athletics. Yeah, like they huge. put millions of pounds into UK and they have like them as a celebrities, like there's advertisements with athletes. <laughs> I think Laurel Muir's on like... Literally a, on TV commercials. Yeah, on TV commercials with Muller, like yoga. They're huge. Or, as you call yoga. <laughs> um, but the funny thing was that tweet just went like, down this rabbit hole of like people just roasting Josh because it's like, how dare you talk about this? Like this 
this brand's like been supporting me and like supporting like British athletics. Like you have no idea. Like, and then he's just getting roasted for it. And then he's just trying to <laughs> respond and like backtrack it and say like, Hey bro, I'm just saying I'm here to race. I'm not yeah. saying like having anything against advertisement and stuff, but I'm just saying my motivation isn't to just like be on a yoga cup. It's to win races. And he just went down this rabbit hole. <laughs> I feel like he probably didn't realize what he was saying when he said it. Cause have you noticed he always feels the need to make sure everyone knows that he's there to race and not do other stuff, which is like, have you noticed that he does that at every race? He's like, I don't care about the other stuff. I'm here to race. And it's like, well, so is everyone else. Like, why, why do you, why do you have to tell everyone that you're here to race? Like, what are you, are you trying to prove that you are more here to race than the other people? Because these other people are on yoga commercials and probably get paid a shit ton of money. Does that mean that you are more there to race than them? And it's kind of a classic chicken on the, what came first chicken or the egg because you get in the yogurt commercial by racing really well you don't you know what i mean well maybe he's like <laughs> leading us astray and he's actually doing all that stuff he's just trying to make us believe that i mean i don't know if they offered him enough money i'm sure he's going to be in the next yogurt commercial that's all i'm saying <laughs> we were joking about it on the cool down he said that like you just put an angry face of josh like don't eat me yogurt more i definitely have that yeah little little josh kerr <laughs> molly yoga cup the other he, he doesn't want people to know he's very serious about racing when he's, he's at a very race. serious but that's because he doesn't race that much you reckon well he's yeah. racing more now but like last season he didn't race at all really i feel like he, did. he raced it yeah. rarely he rarely raced compared to this season i feel like he's doing more races because he's yeah. i mean he's got a bigger name yeah obviously what else is he doing is he running Osler? no so what's he doing probably uk champs next one i think him? he's got uk champs yeah but he's going back to Albuquerque to get some training in. Hashtag altitude training. Hashtag. Yeah, we get made fun of him in Boulder for Boulder not being high enough altitude. What's Albuquerque? Like 4,000 feet or something? No, isn't it higher than? No, I think it's about the same as here. Oh, shit. It's right. like, I take it's back right. everything I just said. It's, uh, it's, it's low, right at five. In the Ingi, in the Ingi uh, index, it's low altitude. That, no, I think it's like medium sea level. Medium, medium sea, sea level. level. That's yeah, what it it's was. Not even it's like sea it, level, medium sea level, medium altitude. High altitude. altitude. And then high altitude. <laughs> that, that's Kosciuszko. Uh, that's like Kosciuszko. Uh, that's like uh, Everest and shit. Man, Everest is high altitude. <clears throat> Can't wait to train there. Wait, uh, <laughs> apparently, there's resurfacing a track up there right now. Hell yeah. yeah. Do you think he uses an altitude machine in there? Who? Ingi. Ingi. Ingi? Well, we heard that. I mean, I can ask him in our group chat. We heard that they were, <laughs> illegal, they were illegal in Norway. So yeah. I don't know. Oh, Gert, yeah. Gert, wait, that, Gert. Gert was telling Dathan at Gateshead last year at the Diamond League saying that like they've been pushing and pushing. So and they pushing. must. Well, they must, no, I think he they uses must believe them. in them, though. I'm sure, I'm sure in other countries. No, but maybe, I think they them. use them in other countries. Yeah. If they can. Maybe the Norwegian Federation wouldn't let you do it if it's illegal in Norway. I don't know. But mm. they definitely fucking love altitude. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Big they altitude love, love it more than Reds? Oh, that's a dude they'd have to square off about that one. <laughs> maybe they do, though, because if you think about it, they train, they spend way more time in considerably higher altitudes than we do if you look at flag stuff or sierra Peak. nevada which is in spain which is similar to flag i think great beer yeah <laughs> and same rates and same rates which is yeah I how wonder, high is same rates it's like not too six, much higher isn't it? yeah it's a little bit high yeah something like that but you can i wonder you can stay a lot higher in same rates as well like your hotel or whatever can be higher oh yeah so who used to do that bauman Oh, no, it was only one guy. I think it was just oh. Krystalinski or something. What did you say? Oh, really? It's bowel movement. Sorry, bowel movement. I think just Krystalinski would like... He'd go to the top of the mountain? He was like, <laughs> he wouldn't get any benefits in town, so he had a hotel up the mountain somewhere, and he would go up every night, sleep up there, <laughs> come back down in the morning. Yeah, that's hilarious. But this is a good time 
so a few people have been sending in requests for well not requests but requests yeah well i guess it's kind of a request they want to give us potential nicknames for certain people because i guess last time we talked about we didn't really have a nickname for joshko which ollie does have a nickname for it but it's not pg-13 appropriate correct so we have to come up with a more g-rated one and well, the, so none of our nicknames are supposed to be too mean they're supposed to be endearing it's supposed to be endearing it's supposed to be endearing exactly yeah so so we've been waiting for a new one well i mean yeah. i got jo- like uh, i was thinking of josh curry so that's well, curry. that's what one that's what so these are the two the two that were sent in that i saw tim sent in one which was he was going for the curry aspect yeah. so he's joined for like a rogan josh curry yeah, Rogan. Oh, that's a good like line. A Rogan Josh, because that's Rogan a type Josh. of. I think just Rogan Josh is is like pretty damn good. Rogan Josh. So that's that's option A, and then option B is from Ruby, and it's <laughs> this one's actually pretty funny as well because it's based on it includes David Ribich, it's sit and, the sit and kick duo, and it would be changing both their names to become Ribich to become Ribbit, and then Kurt become Kermit. So oh, Kermit Rib- Rivet, Rivet and Kermit. Dude, I'm actually <laughs> Kermit. The- Ruby, Ruby, I got your, I got your. Uh, Kermit is pretty message. good. I think that's that's the one. Kermit the Frog. You what got Josh Kermit Rogan? and David Ribbit. That's pretty good. <laughs> David Ribbit. That's pretty good, Ruby. That's 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 class. That is pretty cool. Though. Yeah, I like that. A <laughs> the lot, two frog based ones. David Ribbit and and Kermit the Frog. Yeah. The two the two frog Josh banter. Kermit. Hashtag banter. Hashtag banter. Rogan indeed. Josh is good too, though. That is, I think maybe we can use. We, we no, can use both. You definitely yeah. don't need. I think Shaq had like thirteen names <laughs> in his career. So I mean, we have different names for different. Like we we mix it yeah, up. Yeah, just depending on a mood. Sometimes you're in a Rogan Josh mood, and sometimes you're in a Kermit mood. Kermit mood, you know. Mm. It's, Thanks it's for being Tim. Thank you. The other one that was sent to us, which is a little more, I don't know. I don't, I'm not as confident about this one, but you're the nickname man, so we'll, we'll see what you say about this, Ollie. So you've been calling. Jakob Ingi. My boy. Yeah, Ingi. Hamish said that we should start referring to all the Inga Britons by putting their, combining their, the first letter of the name and Ingi. So you would call it Jakob Jingi? Or so Jingi, Fingi. And Ingi. And Gingi for Gert. <laughs> I mean, I, I would do that. That's actually really funny. That sounds like names for like, uh, not um like the Grinch, the Whoville people. Yeah. Jingy, Hingy. I think that's Stingy really common in New Zealand. Really? A lot of people, oh, yeah. a lot of my mates were called like something with their first name and last name like combined. I had two yeah. sets of brothers. I was in boarding, like at, who I lived with, where their first name, there was like Morgan and Todd and their yeah. last name was Innes. So they were Tennis and Menace. That's sick. I was, I was trying to do it for us. It doesn't really work for any of us. You've got to have the last name that starts with a vowel normally. Yeah. That's how it works well. Because what would we be? I'm just a whore. Yeah. Just you would a, be O-whore. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be... I'm Chicago. Gee, no, you know, like... Gamey? No. You would just still be a McDonald's. Yeah, I'd still be a McDonald's. So. <laughs> doesn't it. work. Damn it. I wonder... But anyway. Dude, do we have nicknames? Like, well, I, I was thinking one for myself because you know how like you got the airport Chicago okay. here. Yeah. I mean, I'm Keith. Oh, yeah, but Keith. You got, obviously, that's the obvious Obviously. Um, Chicken Boy. Chicken Boy Morgs. McDick Balls, my favorite. Thank you. And then the Beamer. Beamer. <laughs> I don't know what to call George, George other than Geordie. See, so you got George and Geordie. So but he those. goes by George. He doesn't like Geordie. <laughs> yeah. And then, but then an actual nickname. Because we also just call him Beamish a lot. Tripod. Tripod. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's what that's what Jenna calls him. I was wondering why oh. she always calls him that. That's what happened when his name is <laughs> tripod. <laughs> I mean, that's why. That's why, like, with workouts and stuff, George can just like lean forward and he's already like <laughs> just resting with three legs. You know. Okay. <laughs> Send through no. some suggestions. Are you gonna have to? Are him. you gonna have to tell your parents not to listen to this one now? I might have. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, so. Nicknames solved. Josh Kerr, yogurt story solved. Bro, just don't make fun of Muller, man. They give British athletes like a billion dollars. Yeah, like. I mean, they do better than Australian athletes. <laughs> yeah. Our best sponsor is Chemist Warehouse, and I'm pretty yeah. sure they're not giving a million pounds and putting us in yeah. commercials. So. It's, no, that's just a funny situation. I, I mean, I to be 100% honest, like the, the actual quotes, I didn't find anything wrong with it because he's not dissing yogurt he's just saying he's here for the reason to race he's not like preoccupied with he's kind of he's kind of dissing the well it's a it's a bit of reach but he's kind of dissing the people that do do the yogurt commercial then he's, he's dissing the athletes more than the, the brand just, then what what did, what did we think he was there for everyone knew he was there <laughs> yeah, fucking race that's what i'm saying no shit he's there to race no i think list. i heard i heard Why rumor, does he tell us that? i heard rumor he was pretty jealous about our pen set up and him yeah. and ribeye ribbage um ribbit <laughs> We're going to do a little banter, a little banter walk around with their sit and kick at Birmingham, but they just couldn't get the funding. Dude, yeah. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. But he he definitely goes on a bit of a Conor McGregor thing where he wants to just be like, I'm not here to take part, I'm here to take over type shenanigans. I'm like, that's cool. I mean, it was cool like five years ago. Jake Reitman. Um, <laughs> what did you call him? Reitman? <laughs> Jake, Jake, Jake Whitecastle. No, it's, no, it's Jake Whiteman. Whiteman. Um, he, he told me that Kerr's like pretty posh Scottish guy. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he's from like I a heard posh he's British. No, that's, no, some, he's that's Jake. Okay, he's Scottish. Whiteman is British. He's no, also Scottish. And Scottish. Yeah. Okay, but so Whiteman's the one that actually grew up in England though. Yeah. that's I was confusing them. He, he I think he mostly grew up in England and... He went, definitely went to university in England, but he represents Scotland. Hmm. I think that's his choice. Jake Whitecastle did. Yeah, I believe so. See him oh. at, hey, you'll see him at the Com Games. He'll be wearing the Scottish kit. The Scottish team be. is easily the best British team. Yeah, by far. The English uh, got some work to do. Yeah, the, George, the English are getting better. George though. Treadmills is trying to get on that team <laughs> from OEC Europe. That's good. Did you just call out that one? That was yeah. really good. Nice. That's yeah. such an obvious one. Yeah, Treadmills. Yeah, That's George Treadmills. treadmills. Uh, he, we also got to see him as well. He's on OEC Europe and he, uh, we got to catch up with him for coffee. Good bloke. He, he looks like the uh, top of a paintbrush when he's like, <laughs> painted it white because he's got this hair like. He's trying to copy, copy got, the best Instagram of all time, Robert Robert uh, Robert Falcon with that like guy the doesn't need a nickname. Blonde hair. No, Robert Falcon. <laughs> I mean, I can think of a couple of nicknames for him, but um, Robin Far Out Falcon. Jeez, yeah. his Instagram is something, something you guys else. should check out. The best quote I'll let you guys know from his Instagram is "April can't fool me," and then he got a stress reaction in his pelvis. So, oh, don't say that. April, that's April kind of mean. That's kind of mean. Sorry. Well, it did, we're unfortunately. Sorry, sorry that happened to you, Robert. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he, he's, he's, he's getting in the recovery and he'll be back stronger than ever because I tell you what, if you want motivation, that guy has it on his Instagram. Yeah, but <laughs> that was such a funny chain of, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. things to talk about. Because the reason it was just they just both bleached their hair blonde. And now, yeah, no, and, now, and they're George, both pretty boys too. They're both very good looking. And now George is, the thing with George is now his hair's grown out a lot. So yeah, yeah it's blonde on top, so but it's like brown under, so the paintbrush, yeah. yeah. Whereas Robert, I think... I think Farkin's hair is like pretty white really? still, like pretty blonde. I think he's just got natural blonde hair and good looks. Pretty Dude, good I think I always see Europe has us with the looks, man. Their whole team is so good looking. It's like a boy band. Yeah. 
It's just know. very, very clean cut team. They look they're One European. Direction and we're yeah. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> we got like, the hits, but we're not good looking. Beards and like you guys are pretty rough. So Those guys are shit. Yeah, very, very shit. pretty. Like you know, trimmed back inside. Yeah, I think they all just do look European, and then we just look like we went like to college <laughs> in the yeah. US, and then you just don't care anymore. I guess I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I don't really want to be. I don't think. I can't imagine us being pretty boys, like all short haircuts, always shaved, you know? I mean, maybe we can try it eventually. Maybe if we get bigger. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that at all. I think think I'm better looking not being like that. This guy. This (laughs) This fucking guy. This guy. No, I I generally think think if I I tried to do the the pretty boy look, I just wouldn't be, I wouldn't look real. Yeah. I anyway, can't pull it off. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> moving I on. I think we've talked to. about everything we need to talk about. With that, I think we can move on to Prefontaine, which is happening this weekend, which is one Straight of the back into it. One of the biggest, maybe the biggest meet of the year in terms of the Diamond Leagues. Prefontaine. Apart from the final, I yeah. Would say apart so. from the final, yeah. It's it's. I mean, I guess we're really biased because we're it's the only US one. So I wonder if we are biased. US. Yeah. I wonder if other people would. We must be biased. You guys are definitely biased because I believe Eugene you Haywood is overrated. Yeah. Okay. But what would you say after Zurich? Which one? Would be awesome. The Dream Mile in Oslo. I didn't, yeah. say, I didn't say what would be awesome, which was the next biggest meet. Oslo Dream Mile. Mm, that's not a meet. Is it? It's just yeah. Oslo right. Diamond League Oslo is Diamond a meet. League. Dream Mile Oslo, is a race. Bauman Oslo Mile Diamond. is a race. Do you think Oslo Diamond League is after, one after Zurich? No. I, I oh. think Rome is, isn't it? No, I'm not asking you. Uh, what, what are you asking me? Yeah, what are you asking? In terms of like hype. Yeah. In oh, terms of hype. Ex- terms I of personally, hype. okay, for my personal opinion, I think the Dream Mile is more prestigious for me as an international foreigner than the Battle well, we're to- Mile. We're, okay, no, we're talking, talking about, about the race. Yeah, we're talking about the whole meet. The Just whole meet the itself. Meet. Yeah. Well, you got the US 10K trials coming up too. So for me, yeah, that's definitely going to play a factor in it as well. Well, Prefontaine is massive because it's the most Nike sponsored one. Nike does sponsor. I think it even sponsors like a lot of them. They're involved, even Oslo. But Prefontaine is the main one that Nike is like to all. And Nike obviously sponsors like well, by far the best like athletes. And they not get, very far from Beaverton where they're founded, right? Yeah. So Prefontaine for is sure. the one where they say to all their athletes, "You have to come race here." So except for some who aren't racing. Yeah, I mean you can get out of it. <laughs> yeah, but so I think for that reason, it generally is extremely stacked. Yeah. Across the board. So it is it is a big one and as Ollie just mentioned, it's also doubles as the US ten K trials, which is kinda crazy. I don't I wonder how many times the US has split up the ten K from the rest of its trials because that's really normal in other countries, I think. I think it's like the first time. Yeah, I haven't seen it in the because US. Because I remember when Ritz was coming back from Leuven, he said that he had like a conversation with like people organizing the meets and they said like they were suggesting doing it for the first time, like separating it because it was going to be too close to world champs to be, the recovery time for a 10k is like oh, and they also to be able to back up the 5k i think they wanted to be able to give like a 10k separate so that a lot of athletes could come back for the five yeah mm-hmm. so that so that's why they made that decision i'm surprised they why, haven't yeah. done it before this yeah it's must have been a different situation see the thing with the u.s is i think the u.s is the one country that is able to put on a u.s trials that essentially exactly mirrors the olympics or the world champs because that's what they do they Big number of days yeah, yeah they, they make the schedule the exact same and so you can see the value in doing that in terms of Definitely. picking a team like you want if someone wants to double at the world champs or the olympics well sure you can double at the trials it, it does make sense from that perspective the way they do it 
So I think that's probably the biggest reason why they haven't done it like that before. But yeah, so Prefontaine, what are you guys racing? I am racing the mile. 5K. Hell that's yeah. the other reason Pre is big actually as well, I feel like, because it's one of the only ones that's two days. Most Diamond yeah. Leagues are not a two-day The London league. Diamond League used to be. London was. Yeah. Seems well, to have disappeared. Disappeared, yeah. Dude, there's like, this this freaking meat is like an onion. There's so many layers to it because you have the US 10K well, you, and then you have these world record attempt meat. That aren't Diamond League <laughs> that are, meat. That are on, they're, yeah. they're on the Friday, correct? Uh-huh. And... That's there's a men's five k and is there a women's five k and ten k? Was the women? Well, there was supposed to. It's all been changed just recently, I think. There's definitely men's five k world record attempt, women's two mile world record attempt, and there was a the one hour that girl was going for the one hour world record. I didn't record, even know that. But that got scrapped. Apparently, she doesn't want to do that anymore. Interesting. So I think, but I think she's gonna go for the five k world record instead, isn't she? Yeah, that probably makes more sense. One hour, five k. <laughs> what do you want to do? Really, really, But I mean, there's pretty good couple of hours of track. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's gonna be pretty. Uh, it's gonna be pretty. I'm. I mean, I'm, where blockbuster are you go heavy hitters yeah. coming in. A lot of big, lot of heavy hitters. Lot of hitters coming in. We should mention uh, from who our team is actually racing. Yeah, we should. From we the should. week. So we got. Alicia and Joe doing the 10K trials. Big surprise. Clicks, um, we also got uh, Jonas running yes. in the 1500. Did we just announce that he's on our team? Ooh. I announced <laughs> that he was racing. You said we're going to name people from our team that are racing. Okay. I don't think anyone... Uh, I don't think anyone... Well, Jonas has been training with our team and I... Just associated I just associated him. him. So yeah. he, he yeah. is going to run the 1500, which is going to be sweet because we've gone very fond of, of Jonas. Um, particularly Morgan, um, and then we we're like going to, to each other. particularly Morgan. Particularly Morgan. Um, then we got Sage just got into the eight hundred, which awesome. is awesome. Um, I think Mo is actually out. She's not running it. She was the one that dropped. Kate Grace is also out. Easy dub then. Easy dub for Sage. <laughs> Cash check now. Do you guys know if uh, is Keely? Is that her name? Hoskinson. No, she's not. Keely. <laughs> she had a really funny thought. What? I don't. Keely is running. I think. Wait, right? Hoskinson. I don't know if she is. She's Nike sponsored. She's Nike sponsored. When you just said easy dub cash, Jimmy, I was just on the phone too earlier. I was, we were just chatting about running stuff and how prize money works in running and how it's like, it's quite a slow process and it's like kind of complicated and you don't know where it's coming from. Very slow process. <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh, what, dude, I thought that was... I thought they're just having like as soon as you cross the line. <laughs> just like, give it you to just, yeah. like cross the line with your chip and immediately just transfer it to your bank account. <laughs> That'd be sick. Just give That's you, such a good idea. Didn't they used to give you cash? Well, so this is the thing is it's the Diamond League. It's the big money ones that have all this shit going on and they take nine months to pay you sometimes and that's the diamond leagues but it is the small meets. For example, if you go to Kyle Merber's meet, they give you or like Morton Games, they give you the money the day of, which is sick. So the smaller ones yeah. still do that because obviously it's just so much more simple mm. for them to do it. But yeah, the big ones, dude, they got too, they got so much shit going on, and it's just you're just waiting forever. And it's That's like, crazy, yeah. man, am I getting paid or not? Pretty wild. Imagine if like those chips that in your shoes or on your bibs or something <laughs> somehow like to your bank account you just cross the line immediately <laughs> transferred hey, to your bank account. That's a future I would like to live in. How funny Let's would make that, that be? happen. Mm. That'd be dope, but. So, Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> no, you're right. That was a nice thought. I think that was everyone from the team. I think that is everyone. And uh, yeah, it's yeah. going to be awesome. You are, the, you are the lone representative of non-Sid brand. 
sponsored. <laughs> the only person in the mile. Really? Not sponsored by Nike. That's a lot of weight on your shoulders. That's crazy. I just checked it. To, well, no, 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 wrong. Because Colin Salmon is a high school. He's in high school. Yeah, but so, but he's but he'd he be, he be wearing a Nike top. And Newbury Park is Nike. Yeah. Yeah, they have that NXN Nike top. Nike top they wear. So I'm the only one that's not Nike. Is Mo Dude, What a world we live in. No, no, no okay. he's not. Damn. And so, so a also... A lot of responsibility. Yeah. Dude, imagine if you go win that. That'd be such a good look. That would be so... We'll get a massive banner of that. Yeah. That'd be epic. Yeah. And hopefully you do win. Not only because... I'd love to win. <laughs> not yeah. only because you obviously want to win, but then also you won't get punched in the face. Well, I don't have to win to not get punched in the face. I just have to be <laughs> yeah. a certain individual to not get punched in the face. Yeah. Both, Both of the individuals, actually, yeah. Well, it'd be two punches. Well, it's all right. I've been, I've been making sure I've been doing some chin exercises. So you can take it? <laughs> I mean, it's probably not going to hurt. They'll probably break their, uh, their wrists, but <laughs> maybe they should use their elbows. I've yeah. been watching Reacher. She use their elbows because they'll probably get better hit and it'll hurt more. That's valid. But this is probably a good time to talk about Cooper Tier's Instagram that he just did yesterday because it was like hilarious. We're living rent free, mate. Rent Dude, free in okay. that guy's head. This is my thing. I love Cooper Tier. I absolutely love him. And but he does, he's so I, think, I, actually. I think he's so funny, but he's he's really cool. He's a really cool guy. And where's the bot here? So this I'm about to get to. <laughs> but there are certain people who I would think that stuff that like we talk about or that fans talk about would just you wouldn't even like take it in and you would just let it like you would you could see it maybe but like you're just like oh that's just them just saying random shit but i legitimately feel like he lets the stuff get to him now and what i'm referring to is so on his instagram i mean there's there's a few ladies to his instagram as well we'll go to the hashtags first he had said hashtag no time trial or something like that and i get that he's joking like obviously he's, he's joking, joking yeah. but even the fact that he's joking about <laughs> it's it, it. like oh dude that actually got to you huh it, no but it did get him before because remember the strava post he had yeah. About, like, yeah he was saying like everyone get off my back like about t- doing time trial racing because that's what he was gonna about to do i think yeah i i, I do think and i i, I also love kubits here too because i think he's he's great for the sport it's just really funny because you can tell he's trying to make it have a joke with it, have a laugh with it, but you can also see it seeping into him a little bit of like it gets to him a little bit. Yeah, I, would, I agree. It's just like to the point where he's trying to use that energy that's coming towards him to his benefit and to his positive light to, to come to this race. Because like this is going to be one of these biggest races he's done as a pro. This should yeah. be his biggest race. Yeah. And I think he's trying to put the positive energy in and have a laugh with it, which I really respect. Yeah. But also just putting that stuff reaffirms our, <laughs> yeah. what we're doing is this like really justified in some way. Cause I mean, I hope that when something comes up with us, he can like throw it back at us and we can throw it to him. Cause that would be great, you know, back and forth, but definitely seems like it's seeping through and it's getting to him a little bit. Yeah. But, um, full credit to him. I yeah. Just, I'm, this is pretty legit race that he's about to do. Yeah. And I'm suspect that, Based on the fact that he has the 5K standard and he has the 59 standard and he had a go at the American Ripper Mile, I'd say he's probably done for the year of sit up time trials. True. Wrong. He's ticked a lot of the boxes. The only thing that <laughs> but, I. Yeah. And the another world record attempt in that thing. Uh, I see. Uh, four, I, four time trial attempts. Yeah. So I'm. I'm, I'm Will he race not at Haywood Field once? Yeah, that's, <laughs> no. that's what I was going to say. That's what I was say. He hasn't left Haywood Field. He's been racing there, running circles. Like the Pretty, one thing that he's yeah. gonna, he not. the yeah. one thing that's facing him right now, and 
I might sound like a big of a cock for saying this, but I feel like it's justified. The big boys are coming in town. He's not. He's not running. He's running the heavy hitters. The heavy hitters are coming in town. He's not running with just one heavy hitter, not with one Cooper Tier and one Cole Hocker, right? Like he's not running with. Yeah. He's running with now fifteen guys that are Olympic finalists, people that can run under well under three fifty, and who know how to race in large fields. This guy is very very talented, but he's also I think. He's gonna find it much more of a different challenge. Where are we going with this? I'm just saying that I think he's gonna get a bit of a shock. Oh. Because I, yeah. I personally feel like when you go into races like that, I've gotten a shock. And like, no, I'm not saying he's not gonna handle it. He could handle it and win the race, but it's gonna be a shock for him because he's gonna have out of the lap to go at a very fast pace. There could be like six, seven guys in it all around him, crowding his space. You know. Yeah, it's I don't true. think that's anything he's ever struggled with, though. But he's never done it. Mm-hmm. When is he? When is a pro? As well, he's, he's not as a race, pro. He's never done with it that this type level. of field, that he's type of it, credential. He's done it at every level so far. He yeah. Ha- yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not saying like I think it's still going to be a shock though because it's a, I think it's a different level. Yeah, I mean it'll be interesting, and we haven't even talked about the actual main part of his Instagram, which is the funniest part as well, is that he he made a joke about Jakob. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the robbery. So for anyone who hasn't seen it, which I feel like everyone has seen it, he made a joke, which is like, I mean, it's not a good joke. I didn't think it was very funny. But it's, a, it's, it's, it's funny. He said something about getting to race Jakob again, and he posted an old picture of them racing, and he's like said something about like, yeah, excited to like have the rivalry happen again. And Jakob commented back on it just saying... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if this is a rivalry, but yeah, excited to race you, bro, or something. It was no, he didn't, he didn't even he say that. He said excited to race he his said, pre. He said he's excited to race a pre. Oh. Dude, my boy Ingi just threw smoke. Like, yeah. he literally just Jingy. roasted him. <laughs> Sorry. Jiggy. Yeah. Jingy. 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 Uh, he threw absolute smoke at him. How did he think Yaka was... He probably thought Yaka wasn't, wasn't going to respond. But how yeah. did he think Yaka was going to respond... Well, I don't honestly. I think Cooper didn't expect Jakob to. Resp- I don't think yeah. you expect him to respond. I think it was just a joke because I don't think has he raised him since mm-hmm. that. That's maybe why he posted mm-hmm. that joke, right? Is that the why? Yeah, joke? yeah. I imagine because I think so. that's the last time he raced him, yeah. right? So that's why Jakob's probably looking at it going, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> and then Cameron and saying, "Yeah, I don't know about that, but excited to race a pre because he's probably not even like putting into his head that maybe even like Cooper's in the race. Yeah, I don't know, but." Yeah. I mean, Ingi, Ingi doesn't give a shit about anybody else, really. Dude, he's the Doesn't Olympic champ, man. Freaking comment on everyone's Instagram that I you're racing that he, against. I love that, like, Cooper's like, oh, yeah, the rivalry. is like, dude, you don't have any, any rivalry with anyone because you don't race anyone. Like, yeah. no offense, bro. You have no rivalry with anyone. Like, I have rivalry with Josh because I race him quite a bit. Yeah. Or when he does race. And then, like, you know, to, uh, Jacob and Cheerio, Cheerio have a rivalry because they race each other a lot and they're always competing against each other. Yeah. The only rivalry that you have, Cooper, is probably with Cole. Yeah. And again, like, this was obviously a joke, but it was, like, a weird joke. It's just, it wasn't <laughs> funny, though. Like, yeah. I'm trying to find it funny. Like, the only thing that I found funny about Cooper's thing was the hashtags. For me, yeah. the hashtags was where, like, okay, that's pretty funny. Yeah. And, I'm, I mean, we're saying that we were getting to him. I'm starting to think he might be getting to Ollie just as much. Oh, no, I'm just saying it's not, I didn't find it funny. I, mean, I found the hashtags funny, though. I, mean, I thought that was I think funny. it's just a very entertaining thing to talk about on, the, on a race week. I think it's very entertaining to talk about going into a race. This well, he did, he did get a lot of traction on, like, other social media posts. Like, people were talking about his post afterwards. So, that's how you know you got, you know. I think everything he does yeah, it just gets is a lot very of, entertaining. Gets a lot Whether of, uh, it's, see, this is, this is the, where, I, where I start to, like, question, I'm wondering... 
does he post this? Does he have any idea that when he posts that, it's going to blow up in the way that it does? Does he? I'm sure he wants it to. Yeah. Do you think he wants it to blow up even if it's going to be negative? Or does yeah. he think it, you do? I think he's more active. I don't think, well. with, he's definitely more active with social media than George. I think, <laughs> I think with you and me, with you and me as well, particularly with running posts, if you look at our social media, probably more active than us as well. So I feel like oh, he's he probably is. much more of a social media person where he can post stuff like that. We've yeah. seen certain other people post stuff that's kind of like, I think meant to be posted as like a bit of a stir, bit yeah. of a rile up. But I think Cooper's just been able to nail it because it's Cooper Tier. He's got yeah. a great following and he's racing in one of the biggest races of the year. He's just funny, dude. I, I just don't know if he thinks it's going to be negative at all. I think he's going to think that he's going to get fully positive, but I don't know. But see, can he take the criticism of it being negative and just brush it off? Like if it went negative, know. like really negative, this post. Yeah, not that it's like race. super negative. It's just It's funny. not. I think it's, it's just funny. I think people just finding it funny. I was wrong. What? About Ollie being the only person because since I looked at the field... Uh, old mate. Oh yeah. Old mate. CPT, CPT and has, Will. Well, no, Will has has not, yeah, But yeah. CPT has been added to the field. Yeah. Which makes mm. New Balance represent. New Balance are in it. Dude, how, isn't it cool that New Balance just have this Phoenix Suns Valley colors? Have you guys noticed that? They the, do actually. The yeah. kit is the exact same. It's so pretty sweet. Yeah. Carlos is going to be a New Balance fan. Another storyline. Yeah. Of CPTs yeah. for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Let's bring that. Throwing shade. Yeah. yeah, and he puts my name into it. No, he's well, yours was positive, a positive right? light. Throwing shade at US uh, fish and onion meter runners. <sighs> okay, this is not the, the thing. first person or the first time the thing, okay, that he has no. done it. The issue I have is around the P word almost. What do you think? The Pussy P word is? was the P Ooh. word. Oh, wait, they, so that was that was the word he meant. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty obvious. Yeah. The one thing That's that funny. I have against that is he named three people where he should have named a few others that he didn't name. Like you should have named Josh Kerr who well, has for the, the you got to give the context because people that probably haven't seen it. So he has a podcast. Well, I think he has his own kind of track. He's he's called Horizon Track Club. Is I guess who he trains with or whatever back in I don't know where he trains Montreal, Quebec, some shit like that. And um, <laughs> and they have a podcast which I I don't know if this for sure, but I imagine they're somewhat inspired by our podcast because I think he just likes to get on there and sling it a bit. He puts on his outfit. Are we inspiring on the podcast and just swing it? I think so. I think so. <laughs> he talks shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But Jesus. so he is, I don't know why they started talking about this, but yeah, on the podcast, he's saying how American 1500 meter runners want to win races. And I guess in theory, they want to run fast, but none of them will actually step up and make a 1500 fast. And bro, this is so 2021. Like, <laughs> get over it. Seriously. No, I I didn't like that he didn't mention Kerr because Kerr's the one that has the soil record. Right? Yeah, and like, he, he didn't even mention him. That was uh, weird. And he's so reliable. And then he also mentioned himself. And CPT, obviously, you know, great runner. But I've never really seen him push a pace personally. He's definitely tried to. But he, he just. I mean, think, think he'll be pushing the pace on Saturday. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, he's just not as quick. The thing is, he's he hasn't run like as quick three thirty two. Well, like it's not that. I just I've never three. watched him in a race like go after it and take it. You know, he he has. He has. He does. He he yeah, has. He but it's does. more like. Can you a, give me an example? Because I, I I actually haven't seen him do it. Can I, he did a Drake relays one time? I don't know. No, <laughs> that's an example. Like, yeah, I, leading, I wasn't there. He was leading my prefontaine mile last year at the bell. Oh, he was too with uh, Craig Right Angles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Huh? I forgot what about example. that. So he was quite unhappy with me after that CPT right? yeah 
For obvious reasons. For winning? Yeah. Oh, boo-hoo. It's a, it's a weird one. Because... I mean, I'm the person he's complaining about because yeah. I'm, not, I'm not interested in running fast. See, but I, I'm fine with that. I don't. I'm, but no, but he's not complaining not about you. Push... He's complaining about Americans, which is funny because well, then you have well, Cooper. Yeah, but Cooper, right? Complaining about people. Cooper very solo. But he's solo at a three thirty-four, uh, right? What like, does solo mean? <laughs> like he was by himself. He had a pacer, yeah. but he was by himself in the rain, and he sold it. And he's American. CPT should have been in that race. It's true. Cooper did that. Yeah. So why are you giving shit and to when, Americans? Me and Evan Jager in Colby Alexander. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Colby Alexander's Colby. been going after the pace. Like there's he Americans coming it. through that are doing that. Yeah. He's literally the way he's saying it, I do understand it because it was a problem <laughs> in like a year ago. I feel like now there are Americans who are stepping up to it. Yeah. From what I noticed at the track meet, there was foreigners who actually didn't go with the pace. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. I, so I'm, I'm thinking yeah. more or less it's not like a nation thing. I think it's situational to the athlete now. Very situational. And there's certain athletes that are going to go for it. And if you are that type of athlete and you commit to it, good for you. You've That's the thing. They've done it. But if there are yeah. athletes that don't want to go with it, then you shouldn't like... Because like there was a situation where athlete was just like dissing on these other guys about like not going with the pace and they're the one that won the race and didn't go with the pace it's like dude what are you talking about <laughs> dude like what like why don't you just take the pace then like if you want to do that you have full control of your body to do it yeah you know you shouldn't diss other people just because they don't want to go with the pace if they complain about it then yeah give them shit i'm 100 percent on the same page give them as you shit. but like, like I, I it's not feel, it's not yeah. fair because like everybody else should be able to like run tactical races and win the race that's what they're for to win the race yeah and if they don't want to run fast they don't have to but yeah. if they're the ones constantly saying like, oh, I want to run quick and they don't do it, then you can give them shit for it. I agree. Because the thing is... they're not practicing what like they preach. Yeah, it's just... No, it is. But, just, yeah. Just, yeah. but I, I think it's getting right. over the top now with like, oh, Americans don't want to run fast. But like some Americans might not want to do that. And it's, well, it's not even that they don't want to. It's just that they probably can't. can't yeah. It's just not in a lot of people's wheelhouses necessarily yeah. to go and run a more even pace 1500 or like lead a 1500 they or regress 1500 <laughs> <laughs> or regress which you can run pretty quick like that sometimes yeah. uh i think it's just a really hot thing to do and so i think yeah you only really can criticize someone if Who's they're if it. they're complaining about it already yeah. mm-hmm. but if people are out here racing and trying their best they, they just are you know like yeah and if if they try their best and but you know, it doesn't mean they can necessarily, yeah, go run yeah. and do a freaking Ollie Whore. And- well, CPT, like, he brought up a topic that, like, people have been talking about and I agree with, but then also you have to make sure you direct it the right way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. And that's why I haven't said too much on that because I know, like, I remember um, Kerr mentioned something as well about it. He did say that. And he said that, like, a lot of Americans just, like, just aren't tough and aren't going with the pace. It's a situational. But then Josh Kerr will beat them by like five that's seconds. What, I don't like, like, that's I don't like, like Josh like, Kerr saying that because he's. it's like he's comparing them to himself who's a 329 guy. It's like, dude, these, if I could do guys, that, I would, man. These guys can't run 329. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, what, it's what do you expect from them? It's 100% valid. I'm just going to say it. If I could race the way Ollie races, I would obviously race like that. Like yeah. in, I'm talking specifically about how you raced for a lot of last year in the US races when mm. you would run 332, 333 and win by quite a bit and you would run from the front no shit i would do that if i could but i don't think i can no it's just yeah it's very situational <laughs> it's very situational like i think yeah that's the one thing that i think america's are getting that american runners are getting that disc which i don't think they're getting valid. the disc because all the races happen here i think yeah like it makes no sense because like there are foreigners that are here that also race similar to those americans yeah. it's just that they're given the american shit for it because <laughs> there are foreigners at this present time that are the ones that are pushing the pace. There's also Whereas just a, like there are Americans like Cooper, for yeah. example, that could probably do that. Yeah. There's probably also has the a ability. Lot of Americans that 
are running that can run about like 337 338 yeah. which yeah. leads into the argument of oh if they could just lead it they'd get one or two seconds faster yeah but that's not how it not works that simple. Yeah. it's not, not that, that simple. simple so yeah that's that's a uh, shout out cpt nothing against him but we want to take down his podcast and we'll see you at the front of the, <laughs> see you at the front of the bowman mile <laughs> yeah we want to take it down we don't want anyone we're in competition no competition <laughs> what if he actually does just go out and lead the bowman mile i mean i Props. respect to it yeah, yeah. i respect <laughs> but like his point is yeah his point is like there's there's been points like that before it was just yeah. interesting the way i think Maybe if we watch his podcast, he actually elaborates on it more. more context. Yeah. But so, Ollie, do you want to give away your race plan for this week? <laughs> my race plan? So my race plan is definitely to um, make sure I don't get punched in the face. Okay. Um, no, but I think for me, like the one mistake that I've made, I mean, I don't, I really don't give a shit, but like the last hundred of my races haven't been particularly the past a few months just looking at a couple of races I've done my last hundred isn't great and I really want to work on that but I just feel like when I'm in that position it's been hard to like accelerate move forward I can't do with George we should trade some qualities because my first 1400 <laughs> meters is pretty fucking bad yeah. so <laughs> just gonna combine hey, no, we like, just dude we would make a great we should have babies we should have a baby yeah that, that's the solution um, the only part I know is the last hundred yeah, I'm gonna gauge off probably gauge off Jakob stay close to him and then check out what Kip Sang is doing because I think Kip Sang is on another level right now I feel like uh, Kip Sang is the favourite I know obviously Jakob's Olympic champ I get it but I think Kip Sang is on a situation right now where like he knows how to win he's on one he's on one as they say he knew how to defend those straights Jakob knows how to win but after the 5k at the track meet I mean the guy looks like he's classy enough to just walk away with a lot of those races, but this Bowman Wild is going to be hard to do that. So it's going yeah. to be not every, not anyone's race, but I think it's going to be a very, very fought dogfight the last 200. I think it's not going to be like last year where it was just Jakob and Stewie, and that was like the whole race. I well, feel like this year. I think it'll be, it'll be slower, but it'll be, uh, I think it'll be like 49 for the win. Yeah. I think under 350 for the win. Just under. I don't think it'll be like a 47 race. Yeah. Because last year that was after the Olympics, so everyone was already everyone was so freaking yeah. fit. This is fit. so early. I think it's going to be under under 350, and I think the 200 to go, it's going to be a dogfight. But I'm, I'm hopefully I'm in that fight, and Gus can give me some of his uh, energy. Hell well, yeah. if, you, if you're already at the front with 200 to go, then your last 100 doesn't have to be better than anyone else's. It just has to be as good. Race tip. That's some big brain stuff. Go to the front. I just go to Lead the front. Lead the whole yeah. thing. I, if, <laughs> if I'm on one and I get a hard on, I'll go from like, I'll go early out. I'll go from like 300, 400 to go. Because I feel like when you're running a certain, if it's off a quick pace too, if you're running a certain pace, it gets so hard to pass if they can hold it. True. And I feel like that's I why I retired from the 1500. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my race plan. You can't. You, yeah. Good change. That, that good is change. why you, it's so hard to kick if you're already running 57, 56 second pace. How are you supposed to kick off that? No, it's like it's almost Couldn't just like it's just like a war of attrition. Yeah. That's literally what the 1500 is yeah. like. That's oh, why man. I'm leaving. That's yeah. why I'm done. I don't want to do that. Early retirement. I don't like that. It's too hard. So That's my input. George's 5K is extremely stacked as well. Mm, very stacked. So yeah, there's like multiple races for start because there's this world record attempt 5K, but then there's the actual Prefontaine 5K, which no, not many people want to do the world record attempt 5K because... It's Dude, the homies ridiculous. Sixties up front. Yeah, it's it's sixty point. It's sixty low is the yeah. pace for the world record. Twelve thirty five. 
so most most people all the amazing runners a lot of them would just be i think even is it even the bronze and silver medalists from the olympics are in your 5k maybe I, silver I think, and bronze wait yeah i don't know why is, i said that backwards wait mo mo and chalima right they went yeah they went, did they they went two three they yeah. went two three yeah yeah chalima so and mo and Mita are in it. so it's like you the race you're in is absolutely Olympic crazy champ and world indoor champion 3k yeah is in it there's like five ethiopians i think yeah so it's what, pretty messed up yeah do you what's like what's like your approach to this race holly tips <laughs> i think i think for george the the one thing i i love about george it'll just be i'll just be in a u uh team in a u me and louise yeah. oh louise is in there louise is yeah. in it. i think for you george you know how to race and compete so i would just compete i think a race like this i don't know if it's going to be fast i think it will be uh, it'll be Fast, I mean, I don't think relative it'll be like, to the, the like out of the out the gun. I don't think it'll be. Well, quick. Actually, isn't it an afternoon race? It is. It's not gonna. It, yeah. It's gonna be fast, but not relative to the fact that a bunch of those guys can run twelve forty something. Yeah. I think. Three, I think, I think when it hits three k, the race will start. Uh, That's yeah. what I think. I don't. I, but I'm not saying it's gonna be slow to three k. <laughs> but I don't think it's gonna be like a gun out. It'll be, yeah, it'll be a crazy last yeah. five laps. It'll be a crazy last five laps, and I think for George, like, then you'll surprise yourself. You're a fucking good five k runner, so I'm excited for it. And make sure you beat Luis. It really should, huh? Any, any bets Fuck going yeah. down this yeah. time? Any bets with Luis? Oh, Ellie still owes you like a hundred bucks now for that freaking and bet. the haircut of Luis. Those two together are just dude, just not good. Yeah. Un- they're untrustworthy with their promises. That's crazy. That's crazy. But that's the five k. Yeah, I, I mean, Chilimo come back from his. He was ten seconds behind Kipsang in that fifteen hundred at altitude. In he Kenya. was, wasn't he? I'm sure that means, that means nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Isn't that insane? He'll, he'll be, it is crazy to think about just how good Kip's saying. The fact that you're in 331 at high altitude just blows my mind. I can't it's imagine. Defies belief. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, there's like so many good, I don't even know. I don't even feel like we need to like preview any other races because everyone, every single one is absolutely stacked. One of the best fields of the year for that event. So yeah, just go watch it's just It's just like a lot going on. Just a lot going on. And also, so yeah, we'll be tuning in. Good luck to the boys. It's going to be very exciting. And yeah, that's Prefontaine. Hopefully no one gets punched there. Um, we'll see what I'll happens though. It. <laughs> we'll see what happens though. Uh, we have a couple of other things to talk about today. We want to give a shout out to Lewandowski. Yeah. Um, Mr. Retirement. Marcin Lewandowski. Retirement. I, he's, he's an interesting athlete for me because like, I feel like I've watched him a lot growing up. And then... Like, obviously, seeing a guy from a foreign country, I'm sure that's what Americans might see us. It's like, oh, yeah, he's cool. Like, I recognize the name. He's running well, winning medals. Really nice guy, though. I met him in Tokyo. Really nice guy. Very genuine, down earth guy. He seems like the Nick Willis of Poland, <laughs> except without the, you know. What does that mean? Just like, like not, a fa- not a father figure, but like, he's like an older gentleman that's been in the sport for a long time that has a lot of. Um, knowledge yeah he's very open with that knowledge he's very open with like the community of 1500 runners I feel like he was like that that's yeah, quite a good comparison and actually. I feel like Willis is <laughs> like that yeah and yeah. my son was like that not 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 to just meet like to everyone there he was very very open and would joke about stuff he always brought the tension down leading into semi-finals and, and finals and stuff so he was a really cool athlete and he retired and I mean his credential that is insane probably one of the best middle distance runners 
Yeah. He was just such a good championship racer. Mm. I, I don't know exactly what he... I know he did run really fast times as well, but he was he was the type of guy who, if he was in the final... He's, he, a, he's a sub 330 guy, I think. 330 flat. 330 yeah. flat was based on something I looked at today. Yeah. And he's, he ran... What did I say? He ran sub 147 oh, yeah. 137 times or something. That's ridiculous. That's insane. That blows my mind. Because the thing is, he wasn't even just an 800 meter runner as well. Yeah. He was eight, pure 815 guy. Pure 815, yeah. So, crazy. Crazy. But uh, we wish nice him all job. the best because uh, I think he's <laughs> going to look after his daughter. How many, um, how many bottles of vodka do you think he's going to drink to celebrate his career? I don't know. As many as sub <laughs> 147s. So, what was it? So 130 something. Yeah. All right. But I think, he's, I think his daughter's sick or something. So, oh, really? Yeah, I do I wish him all the that. best because I think... I mean, he doesn't listen to this, but um, <laughs> I know. But I, I send out, you know, my support for him because I think he is retiring to look after his family, and that's a great, great Damn. reason for it. And he's a, just a lo- he's a lovely bloke, and it, he'll be he'll be missed in that kind of environment. I will miss him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, drink up the vodka. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy Shit. it. Damn, that's him. Uh, the other big thing to talk about: there has been a lot of stuff on social media in the last day or so. It's been very. I don't know, entertaining, interesting. But Shelby released, well, I guess we should backtrack a little bit. In the last week, it came out that Shelby's appeal to the high courts of Switzerland or whatever the, those are, the final appeal the was denied. School, yeah, whatever. Why does Switzerland get to have this power? I don't know. Because they're always neutral. Yeah, but that got denied. So her ban is upheld, con- upheld and nothing can be done about it. So it's... When did it start? Start 2021 mm-hmm. or something, four years from that. And so she's been a little more open with stuff since that, I guess, because, yeah, there's like just no point to really like be closed her off. Fate, her fate is sealed. Yeah, the fate's sealed. And she posted yesterday or today? No, today. today she posted a bunch of an Instagram, but it was just like a lot of text. There's a lot of reading. So I don't know if you're into reading or not. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to read it though because obviously I find her situation very interesting and I've said before on here that with her case I find the stuff that seems not true is what really annoys me there's certain things that I'm never going to know but there's certain things that you can tell are just like just BS like the, the whole burrito story everything a lot of the early on stuff is just such BS but this post seemed very to me at least it seemed very honest uh, it seemed like she was kind of opening up a little more. I mean, it wasn't any new information, but it was, uh, I don't know. I, I definitely made me like her a little bit more reading this stuff. And yeah, I don't know if we want, what else we want to say I, about it. That's a good it. summary. Yeah. I, I, I would have the same view on that. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't have the same view. Yeah, Ollie doesn't would, agree. Yeah. That's okay. But, but I don't know. But that's, but that's what that's what the environment is with a situation like this. But I think it's, exactly there's, there's it people is. that are going to be for and against it. And I we also we also saw she did a pod she, with some. She did do a podcast. So yeah, we're wondering. Yeah, get her on the pod. We want to do a question. We you know we often take Q and A here. Now we have a question for you listeners in the comments or whatever. Do you think it would be cool to have her on the podcast? Because I think it'd be extremely interesting to talk to her. I mean, obviously her story is. No matter what the truth is, I think it's a very and, interesting story. And also, it doesn't matter what side of it you're on. I think having yeah. her viewpoint and having her to be able to speak about it, hopefully in an honest way, 
would be an interesting situation for our sport. Yeah, like I wouldn't. I don't think that she would expect you to. Like if you were having an actual talk with her, I don't mm. think she would expect you to just have to believe everything that she said. I, I think. Well, I don't. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's more. It's more for me. I think the one thing that people don't do is they let don't let people speak when they disagree with them or they don't believe them. And I think that's one thing that would be nice is that like be able to listen to her, have a conversation with her and then see what my opinion is. Yeah, it wouldn't be her like coming on to try and convince no, yeah. us. I mean, it's just, just more like, an informational... Well, I'm sure she would be trying to convince us. Well, maybe. <laughs> but it wouldn't be like the whole point. Well, I mean, yeah, she's like, yeah. trying to share. Yeah. And but but having her to be able to have an open dialogue, a communication between two parties, would yeah. be, I so, think would be interesting. I would be very interested what the fans think because I think the flip side of it, which people have even commented on our podcast when we've talked about her before is why are you giving a convicted doper attention? There's a definitely a sense that... I have that question as well. Yeah, if someone's a convicted doper, then you should give them as little attention as possible and they should be punished for for that. But, I mean, I don't, I don't think... Sometimes this is, giving them attention is punishing them, though. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think she's it's, also it's been, that simple. She's also being punished. Like, she's been punished. There's definitely balance between... She's being punished. She's been punished. Yeah. She's been found guilty and it's been upheld. And, I, I mean, it is, unfortunately, whatever, whatever way you look at it, news is news and that's a big news point in our sport yeah it's the same with news on like any other thing with like horrible news about war you don't want to talk about war or like i mean that's just not a good thing (laughs) what's a that's a bad example i'm sorry but like it's like no pretty pretty much all you're saying is that and this is true of all press is that negative stuff sells a lot more than positive stuff and it also yeah and it just it's going to be in the news it's going to be talked about and people want to hear about it yeah so that's what? sorry. That was a bad example. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something like in general news that like maybe people don't want to talk about, but then it's always on the news. Yeah, I just think it's so interesting, and uh, not that like we would necessarily actually get her on. I don't even know if she'd want to come on, but I think it'd be interesting if the fans would like her to come mm-hmm. on, because yeah, there is definitely a, a lot of different sides to it, and it's got to be one of the most what's the word like the in this sport. I feel like I can't think of much else. Lance Armstrong. That's just been so like, but just so many different opinions on it, you know? Yeah, I guess Lance Armstrong, there's only one opinion on it. <laughs> People feel pretty With Shelby, I think it's been more leaning towards one opinion, but yeah. it's also, I think with her situation, like this isn't, this isn't going to be the end of it. There's going to be a lot more happening coming through. I mean, she's even said that she wants to keep running, keep continuing. So she will be back. Yeah, she said she form. definitely wants to be back once so her band is done. she's not going away. So she's going to be in the press for years to come. So it's not something that I think, imp- news-wise, it's going to still be there. People are still going to be talking about it. Like her whole career, from now on, it will be talked about. 100%. Whether she's clean or she's dirty, whatever you think your opinion is, it's going to be there. And it's going to be something that... Yeah. And it's just always going to be there. <laughs> the other the other thing that I should mention in regards to the statement that she put out today is her platform has shifted a little bit. She always always said this, but her post was a lot about looking at the current anti-doping system and actually assessing it for how effective it is for its purpose because the pretty much like the short the summary of it is like she was saying like they're not interested in the truth, they're just interested in convicting people of doping. And I mean, she has said that the whole time, but it seems like now she's in a place where if, 
if that is what she wants to try help improve, which she clearly does, she can she can work towards that right now, hopefully. I mean, and I think no one would disagree that they don't want uh, the best system possible. So if there are some pretty big flaws in it. But the thing is, like, I if that was the case and they just but, want to convict people, why wouldn't more people get convicted? I feel like there's not that many uh, people that get convicted of doping. It's not that particularly simple. Particularly Americans. Well, it's not that simple. You have to take drugs still. <laughs> you have to have drugs in your system still to get convicted. Doesn't that mean that you're a drug cheat if you have drugs in your system? Well, it's, again, it's not that simple. There have been many other athletes who have had drugs in their system and then gotten off because it tainted meats, which is what she attempted to do at one point. So it's, it's, not, it's not that simple, but I mean, essentially, yeah, you're correct. But mm. No, I, I don't just, know. I'm just curious. I mean, all. between like, the three not, of us. It doesn't seem like it's very, like, I don't see people getting popped a lot. No, I mean, and between the three of us, we can, as people who are who do get tested, we can look at them and be like, "Wow, these tests are like pretty BS." Like George, like how many times have you been tested? Like, <laughs> bro, <laughs> <laughs> not a lot recently. Like I've been tested. Like I don't know the last time I got tested, but I, I, out of competition, I was getting tested maybe once or twice a year. It's really not much. You can definitely see how yeah, if but someone it, it was taking. And on your degree of like, obviously, you can look up everybody. Obviously. If you go on um, the anti-doping thing, you can see every athlete and their t- and how much they get tested. Well, yeah. I mean, I was just saying that to say the point that we know as people who are part of the system that if you really wanted to take drugs, you probably there there are probably ways to do it. Oh well, yeah, there are probably people out there that are doing it. Yeah, that's all I was trying to say. It's like we we know that's that the system like is that, really. Right? I mean, I don't Definitely. know. If people are testing positive. It yeah. means there's people that are out there that are not yeah. getting caught. Yeah, all I'm trying to say is that I think there is definitely a common ground for us mm. that we want the system to be better. And obviously, it's extremely hard to find a good system. That's why one doesn't really exist yet. The honest system. Yeah. <laughs> because at, at the end of the day, it comes down probably mostly to money because yeah. the incentive just isn't quite there. So... I don't know. This is like a pretty big topic for maybe another time. But yeah, that's all I'm trying to say. Big, big oh, topic to throw in right at the end of the this will, this, will, this will come back. Like we'll be talking about this a lot more and like we'll yeah. obviously get you guys' we'll pump, feedback we'll on it. We'll pump this. Yeah. We'll pump this we'll to punt a this. As, a, as a business <laughs> thing, we'll punt it. <laughs> to a further episode. Punt it. That's an inside joke. <laughs> that's an inside joke. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I also kind of understand the idea of just giving someone that's a convicted doper a lot more media attention. Um, but also if it helps give us more education on an antidoping, an antidoping system that's flawed, then it could be a huge positive for the sport. Yeah. Particularly if somebody has found a, an issue with it. Yeah. That is actually justified. But yeah. We'll see what happens. I'm just interested. Yeah. To, I am really interested to see from a fan's perspective if they, because they've, they've been exposed to a lot. I'm, well, if imagine if Coffee Club had Shelby on sitting right here. I'm sure it'd be clickbait. Everybody would click on it. And want to want to see what would happen. It definitely would be good for views, I would imagine. I wonder how Gus, <laughs> wonder how Gus would react to it. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting, but yeah, I think that's it for today. A nice little it. nighttime we got, episode. We went through we went through a lot actually. Started in the lightness, now it's full darkness. It's about my bedtime. I think I might take a bath. Is that okay, George? You want to take a shower first? I might, dude. I'm tired. Then I'll take a bath. I've been waking up still pretty freaking early after this time change. Uh, the jet lag hitting. Yeah, but. That's it for episode 36. (laughs) Thank you very much for listening, everyone. We'll see you guys next time.